Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Everybody oh. to oh a Sopranos podcast. Chin down. Chin down. This is a soda. Stream. We back. This is a soda stream bottle. Um, that I'm toasting with. Uh, we back. Oh shit! I didn't know you stream, dude. Yeah, I stream. I stream hard. Oh, damn. You stream soda. I stream soda. Um, I mean that's uh, yeah, Tony. Tony actually soda streams in this episode. Uh. <laughs> That we're discussing, oh, which is called Full Metal Jacket. No, full wait, jacket. Full Leather Jacket. Full Leather, <laughs> full leather Jacket. Are we uh, drunk? Did you watch, What's going on? Did you watch the movie Full Metal Jacket? <laughs> um, Spells, Spells has never seen this episode because he always just puts on Full Metal Jacket instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the part where Tony shoots himself in the head, it's like, whoa. Yeah. How did whoa. it, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did it whoa, go whoa, whoa. That came, it came out of nowhere. Uh, full. Uh, I don't even see any of the characters in this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're season two, episode eight, right? Uh huh. I think so. Yeah. Full leather jacket. Or yeah. seven. And we're back. Or is it seven? Well, we're eight. back and and super prepared as I usual. Think it's eight. Um. Yeah, we are back and super prepared and ready to talk about an episode. <laughs> we're back talking about episodes. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, we're yeah we're easing back into it because we haven't done this so, for a couple months now. So you know the the Seinfeld rule where it's always like, "Whoa, I forgot how many things were in this one episode." That's what this episode. Yeah, felt like. the, yeah man. Like, yeah. there's like, like it's like Booyah a great hits. Like, <laughs> yeah. like even like little things like that. You're like, holy, holy Hadi. Yeah. So okay. So that's a good way to get into it, though. So I'll I'll do the rundown. Go ahead. But Let's do it. but. I mean, Tony and company trying to get Richie to build a ramp for Beansy. We got uh, Richie gifting Tony the old jacket that has some meaning to him. Carmela trying to get Jeannie Cusimano's sister, Joan, to write a recommendation letter for Meadow to Georgetown. Regut pie. Uh, with a, with a, a nice-looking regut pineapple pie. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, oh, I, hell yeah. I, I want that regut pie. Uh, I know. Also in this episode, Chris proposes to Adriana. Huge. Yep. Although I guess not really in the scheme of things. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Mostly just to get her out of her mother's time. house. <laughs> I know. Uh, and uh, and Sean and Matt make a big move in the final and moments of the end. Up in the club, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's it's the give jacket, me one thousand dollars. Got pie. It's yeah. oh Vito, Vito's debut. Yep. Vito. Uh, first and time his we're brother. Seeing... Yep. Those. those Vito, I, I I was looking at them showing up to Beansy's house. I was like. Doesn't turn out great for either of these two fucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> one, I think one, one gets brother... a pool cue up his ass and uh, one gets brain damage forever. <laughs> Although he comes back. He comes back and he's, look, he's looking like he's okay. Yeah. He's just got, but, he's got uh, the uh, weird big glasses. I'm sure he had a rough go of it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think so. but, but yeah, so, uh, so it's a huge, huge, huge app. Yeah, but yep. let's let's get right into it. And of so, course, it jacket. The jacket. Um, one of the best lines. I mean, that's one. That's when you think of Richie Aprile. Uh, that's that's what you think of, right? Yeah. I mean, for the sure. jacket. I for mean, sure. also maybe you know running down Beansy and then you know how he ultimately leaves the show. That's what it's comes got to a, mind. I mean, like, couple of memorable like uh, like iconic lines of his because I also like always remember him saying like. Build the ramp. Build a ramp up to you. Yes. Yeah. Send a Lionel up in there. This yeah. So yeah. So uh, I guess Tony commissioned Silvio and Polly to go talk to Richie about about building this ramp for Beansy's house. Right. And it's and it's super 
confrontational, right? Like, yeah, he's yeah. like not listening to them. And then that's, that's, I don't know if you remember, but that's how the scene ends. He's just like, why don't I build a ramp up your ass, drive a Lionel up there, and then just right. cut. Yeah. And I can't imagine that played out well after, after the cut. Yeah. Right. No. Like, you know, like, Paulie left there just like fucking, like fuming. Yeah. I mean, well, Paulie is a fucking lunatic himself. Right. And we've seen him go off. We see him go off on Feech, like, you know, oh, a couple yeah. seasons later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, not, he's not one to just, like, take something like that. Like, I'm going to drive a Lionel up your ass and <laughs> walk a, away. He kills a like, fucking waiter <laughs> like, <laughs> because he's, like, mad that he didn't tip him. <laughs> that's a waiter. Who gives what? a fuck about a waiter? Oh, that's I mean, true. Richie's that's a made guy. Yeah, obvi- non-essential employees. Right. Uh, We're just kidding. We love our waiters. We do love our waiters. Yes. We would never throw bricks at any waiter's faces, no matter no matter what. I can't imagine a scenario in which I'd throw a brick at a waiter's face. No. They Although the you heroes. had a brick thrown at you at your old job. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I have had a brick thrown at my face before. Um, um, spells, you had to have thrown a brick or two in your day, no? I don't think I've thrown a brick. No. No. All right. Well, uh, I mean, I used to lay brick. I'm a bricklayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Spells just carries himself with so much respect. He doesn't have to. Feudy throws throws up bricks all the time. That's what I heard. Oh. It's a little, little shot of his basketball, basketball game. Basketball oh. Ooh, um, Ooh. So- save it for uh, Feudy's other podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. So. Uh, yeah, so what are we talking about? So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so yeah. okay, but the, no, no, no. So we'll, let's go back to the, in this episode. Right. Yeah, I know that's that's the thing. But the first scene opens at the Sopranos' house with the like cheesy sax line. Yes. Yep. Baker Street. Yep. They're have they're sitting down for like a Chinese takeout dinner. Are we are we supposed to assume that like Tony has like the classic rock station on before dinner? Like, is that what that touches? playing Probably. in the scene no. i guess it's like immediately gone as soon as we see the chinese food <laughs> right right <laughs> they're they're just setting the vibe for late night sopranos house <laughs> oh yeah i really like the um he's like uh aj's like uh i want to go to harvard or west point and he's like well you may see those on television <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> funny it's line uh, yeah. but that's but that's the thing so this is the other thing like the last two seasons Meadows hope uh, like a lot to do with Meadows storyline is like, where is she going to ultimately end up going to college? And, and right. this is By the like way, a big episode for that. They, they don't really touch upon it, but I was thinking to myself, obviously like he and Carm don't want her going to Berkeley. That's like probably one right. of the storylines, but like, he's got to also not want her to go to any of those main schools. Like he doesn't want to be going up to Maine again after what he did. Like he, like true. He probably doesn't <laughs> want to show his face up around there. Again. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but no, nah, he's more worried about the uh, the gay people in California. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Nobel Prize packers. for what? Pack and fudge? <laughs> and then just like quiet at the dinner table. <laughs> oh boy. That's a great little family moment. Yeah. But but yeah, why do you think why are that why are Carmelo and Tony so against Noto going to Berkeley, you think? Because it's in California. Yeah, because it's like just super because far it's Cal- away. Well, because it's far away and because like, you know, because they have a like you know, um, uh, stupid uh, opinion about what California of, of is. Ca- what know? California is, yeah. I mean, crazy, it is true. Like crazy people, liberals. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. People in the north, people in the northeast, they do also like just generally have like issues with the West Coast. Like, yeah, they're like eh, those fuck those. It's people. true. Yeah, my my dad thinks like everybody has blue hair and and does math out here. Yeah, like my my fair. my friends. In Cheshire, do too, which I'm like, you guys are just so stupid. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it's <laughs> yeah. so it's basically like, like we just, ha- just we just happen to have a lot of friends that have blue hair, but that's not it's not like it's normal. It's not like, everybody. Yeah, we just happened. Dude, this was all blue up top before I lost it, man. But they've um, you know, and they've we've seen this in The Sopranos already that like they have this impression right. of California. Yeah, the, and it ties you know, back into like the whole idea of the West being some sort of like escape or redemption, like away from New Jersey and the mob life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with Meadow wanting to go there for school, Christopher with his movie stuff, Tony going to Vegas, like after Tony going to Vegas dead, and yeah. having that like epiphany. Yeah, um, Davy Scatino after everything goes down later this season, like yep. his thing is like he's he's going out west. 
you right, know, right. starting start anew. Yep. Uh, which I'm sure went really well for him. I mean, sure, sure he wasn't living in some like crappy Indian <laughs> casino in the middle of nowhere in yeah, Arizona. I'm sure like farmers weren't chasing him out of their barn like <laughs> after living there for a month. Um, but yeah, so so there's that going on, and that that sort of kicks off that whole storyline of of Carmela is so scared that that Meadow's gonna you know escape the life and go out to uh, California that she has, she feels she has to manipulate. And that's the other thing. This is like, this is like, so, I mean, it's not the same thing as the recent college admissions scandal, but it, it, I mean, it's like nepotism, same same idea, bribery. And right. Right. Yeah. uh, I mean, Sopranos writers would have had a field day if this was like a thing that was out, you know, back in the day. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, she she enlists that Lori Laughlin. What happened there? <laughs> Whatever happened there? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I thought that actress is uh, really great. She plays a, oh, she's both those great. parts. Um, yeah. Oh, Joan, yeah. Joan and Jeannie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people I was looking on the on the Reddit. Some people didn't even realize that was the same actress. Come on. Well, <laughs> are you, do okay. you have that like disease? Not disease, but like that when you can't recognize human faces is like they're the same exact they're literally the same person yeah what bl- blindness there's like face <laughs> blindness whatever whatever it's called oh i see. um i mean it's shot yeah. and it's shot pretty well there's only there's like a few shots where they're seen together i guess yeah for like 20 years ago not not bad oh not bad. yeah um yeah hey dude when hey, when dude. was like multiplicity out oh, that was true. around like 2005 or some shit yeah. yeah oh i i heard they got the director for multiplicity for that one scene just for that scene yeah, yeah. he just came and in they and just he was ended like, up like using two different camera setups and never having this huge characters on screen at once. yeah right it was worth it um but yeah so so uh there's that whole storyline and we yeah. got christopher proposing to adriana now i was watching that this episode this afternoon and uh, D girl, the last episode is like a distant fucking memory for me right now because it was two months I, ago uh, when we reviewed it. But like, right. I I had forgotten why they were on the outs. Right. And yeah, he like makes the scene at dinner with Tony and Carm, right? Is yeah, that, but but that's yeah. the thing. She's like, why don't you, you know, dump wine in a bowl of soup and in front of a whole restaurant again and embarrass me again? Like, that's the last straw for you. <laughs> right. Right. That he yeah, after like backhanding her and stuff in his yeah. soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, Aid. I mean, fine. I, sure. I guess. Do we ever even see them that close to breaking up again? No. I mean, I guess when he no. strangles her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but uh, even but, then, it's just like they just like have a, uh, you know, whatchamacallit call it for him. But but yeah, so um, she says yes, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, I remember watching this live and thinking like, oh, the episode where they get married is going to be a great episode. Yeah, and it just it just never comes. Never and They sort of like instead do the Mr. and Mrs. John Sacrimony request episode where it's all censored around the wedding and shit in season right. six. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it just seemed like it was like yeah. I mean that was the only it was a way to get him to propose is that they were broken up because of that incident um i, I right. guess yeah i don't know i mean that's what she was thinking she was like oh if i go to my mother sorry i'm drinking beer and burping into my blue yeti um, disgusting uh but but yeah that's i don't know if that's what she had in mind i think what it was mostly about was that you know, we've talked about it before was, is the writers have this tendency to sort of like redeem a character before like they drop the anvil on their head. Right. And that's that we definitely see that with Christopher here. You know, he's like later in the episode, he and aid uh, just had sex and he's like, you know, I'm turning over a new leaf, no more distractions, no drugs. I'm back on track. Yeah. Like Tony got through to him. Right. Right. I'm rededicating myself. And then like two scenes later, he's shot in the spleen. Um, so that that's part al- that's also funny it's like uh like <laughs> like matthew bevelacqua and sean Gismonti, like they don't hear from him for like a day and then they're like dude fuck him we're gonna kill him trying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to get you, pushed I mean, around for like two seconds yeah, yeah. like i mean let's, they let's... would they would know how that shit like works like 
I I right. guess I get I get like being upset that like Furio asked them for an extra thousand dollars like, mm-hmm. uh, but like, they know like how you climb up the hierarchy and shit like, it's just I don't know it seemed like it that escalated quite fast. Well, they're also yeah. just just so stupid. I mean that's true. Yeah, but they're like really you dumb. get the you, but you get the feeling that Matthew Bevilacqua isn't as dumb as no, he Sean isn't. is. No, you know? he isn't. He went to Pace College. I went to Pace College. <laughs> great line yeah and sean was the one who in this episode like starts talking to tony in the big bathroom yeah about business about, like this the business and right. and uh and tony uses his shirt to wipe his fucking hands <laughs> has he ever yeah. heard of a fucking wiretap um yeah i uh i was on the uh, uh watching this on like um the amazon prime app mm-hmm. uh and like you know how you can like pause it and they have like the list the like tidbits or whatever yeah yeah the, well yeah they'll have like tidbits of the list like all the actors in it yeah and it was like one thing it had in it was that um you know he gets shot sean gets shot by christopher and he can't get the seatbelt off right yeah right yep. and in a prior episode like livia talks about like how seatbelts will kill you Oh yeah, she says to AJ like, "Oh, like the whole everybody died. They all burned to death in the car because of their seatbelts or something like." Yeah, they're like, "Is this like a sort of seatbelts did it?" Yeah, yeah. Is this like a um? I don't know, like a reference to that. Well, we all know David Chase is uh, lobbying against (laughs) seatbelts. Yeah. Oh yeah, he hates (laughs) seatbelts. Fucking notoriously hates seatbelts. Um. But yeah, I also fucking Gismonti just leaving his dumps everywhere. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. But <laughs> at the scenes of the crime? Nobody like I was going to say in this day and age fucking 20 years ago. But like you know, there's DNA fucking testing and shit back then like you like you wouldn't do right. that. Yeah. You right. Would no. Not do that. No, you definitely wouldn't. Also would've. fucking I'm sure those places had restrooms. <laughs> true. I'm true. sure. Sure. I'm sure. Of it. Had, Why do you need to, be, had, to squat on the fucking floor? He had to be on lookout, you know. Yeah, I guess he's the lookout. So make <laughs> yeah. Bevilacqua the lookout. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah he's he's an effective lookout as he's like trying to balance himself from <laughs> tipping into his own pile of shit. But apparently it's a thing, I guess Body. you know, because it happened to pussy, big pussy. Because of the adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I get I, like sure, dude. But I, to the point where you need to drop trout on the floor. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you know those guys do a lot of weird things. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, one thing, one thing though, like that we all, um, we all do, you know, as bros together is definitely hang out in our underwear. Oh yeah, and listen oh, yeah, to that in the true. club. Yeah, we definitely do and that. Just smoke bongs. Yeah, we and, like to uh, we we like to smoke weed in in our underwear all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They also like went to the like the store and they're like, yeah, we got to find the dumbest looking bong. That's such like an art director like being like. <laughs> Yeah, we get the neon or like red, like bright red, like bong or the fuck, like <laughs> make them look like the 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 worst fucking douchebags. Yeah, I mean, well, like that. That's why I feel like. Do you think Furio, uh, like went there knowing he was gonna shake them down for for a grand, or do you think he like assessed the situation and was like, I can get a thousand dollars from I these? I think the second one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, that's, I mean, compare them to the rest of the fucking mob, like these fat fucking slobs, and then these two hanging out in their tidy whities with their like chiseled bodies. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know, there's something very homoerotic about it. And, and Furio was definitely like, I'm taking a fucking gram. <laughs> yeah. I'm homoerotic. And also, it just, it also just kind of makes them look like, like, 13 year old boys or something yeah. like it makes them look like yeah weird, they are like, they're they are very fucking childish obviously yeah obviously yeah. immature and it's sort of like i mean compare these guys to because it's 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 almost a like beat for beat reused story device in season three with jackie jr and like dino zarelli Right. And they're like, oh, we got to step up. You know, these yeah. two like young chumps who like hear a story about like, oh, you know, oh, pussy stepped up during the unrest of 83 or whatever, you know. Right. Uh, 
and, and Ralphie, right, Ralphie talking all the shit the to them. Like, right, right, right. and then ultimately they do something drastic and somebody ends up dead. And then, and then they're both fucking, they're fucked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a, it's like, it, it's, it's a more interesting version of this storyline with Jackie Jr. You know? Yeah. Because, sure. because this, of the, this, the connection that Tony has, has to him and, and, and right. his promise to his father. Right. This is just like two fucking morons. Although like, I mean, you know, what ends up happening with Bevel Aqua is a, quite a memorable uh, part of the, the season and the show. I mean. It's true. Yeah. And, and they do make Tony sort of affected by what he has to do, right? I mean, right. He, he gets like flashes of, of Bevel Aqua's like, he, mommy, like crying out for his mom in his last moments sort yep. of thing. And, yep. Um, but anyway. Oh, guys. Yeah. I, did you catch it? I fucking, I don't know what episode we, we were talking about it, but like I had said that Vito was related to Adriana somehow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 And Tony says to Richie, get your nephew Vito to build the ramp. Yeah. Right. So they're cousins, I guess. So yeah. So Vito, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, cousins again, like the whole Italian. Right. Right. Thing. It's like, right. Uh, but if Vito is Richie's nephew and Aid is Richie's niece, I they're mean, potentially to... cousins, right? Yeah, right. yeah, 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 right. And then that also means that Vito was related to Jackie Jr. And Vito is the one who fucking kills Jackie Jr. Oh, that's true. So, so uh, true. Yeah, maybe possibly. Do you do you think like? they wrote that line, like get your nephew Vito and then like forgot that they wrote that line. Or do you think? Hey, I think that, I think they forgot. No, (laughs) I don't think so. I, but, but also like you said, like niece, nephew, cousin. Right. I mean, it's, it's, that's true. We also, we also hear that while, you know, while uh, Chris is in rehab, Vito is calling aid to make sure she's okay. Like a few times, you know what I mean? Right, Right. 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 So he's hitting on his cousin or like trying to get in her pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's probably, they're probably not blood related. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like Tony calls Christopher's nephew. Right. Right. So let's get to it. The fucking scene of Richie giving Tony the jacket is fucking phenomenal. And it's like one of the best scenes. I mean, the the delivery is just like uh, impeccable. (laughs) Like, yeah. And like the re that him retelling the story about like taking it off of Rocco DeMeo, like multiple times in the episode. This guy in Essex County. Not when I was true with him. And then his, and then his reaction, you know, later on when he sees Stasha wearing the jacket, legitimately is a moment of him, like really wanting to bond with Tony. You know, which, you think we, so? which we haven't really seen. And part of that might be like, because he's really like falling back in love with, um, you know, his sister and he wants to make, make good. But it obviously is like a very important item to him that he's giving him. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I think Tony senses that even though he fucking like hates the jacket and it's so right. interesting to watch Gambafini's acting here. It's yeah. so good. So but, good. It, it, but it's like Tony is so equipped to handle like any lunatic shit, Richie or any of the other villains on the show, throw at him. But he's so boxed in in this moment when he's given a gift that he doesn't like, right? <laughs> he, right. he doesn't know how to react. And he, he like, I don't know. I think Gandolfini just pulls it off so well. And this almost, yeah. this seems like the most like, Seinfeld moment of the entire show, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like yeah, all those like memorable Seinfeld lines. It's like up there with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. The jacket. The jacket. Uh, um. And then and then that's that's a fucking memorable last scene. And then mm-hmm. Carmela with the regat pie is probably Carmela at her scariest in the entire. <gasps> series right yeah oh i want you to write that letter yes yes i don't think you understand i want you to write that letter i forgot i was gonna say something about um uh it was interesting when richie comes over and sees and and sees that he gave the jacket away 
Um, he brings uh, tripe and tomatoes to yeah. Carmela. Never heard of it before or since. And like the camera does like a weird pan. Like they like they like are very presentational. Um, with right. It. Like I'm like right. what like, the fuck. Like, like, is it a dish you think like David Chase's like grandmother made him maybe, or something? It yeah. Seems, yeah, they made a big deal out of it. I mean, it looks. I mean, I mean, tripe is kind of tripe gross. is rough. I mean, tripe is it, it's probably best prepared like Mexican style in like a soup. Yeah, or something or yeah. just like just like cooked like for a million hours and a bunch of spices. Like I think, it's yeah. like it's not just a cow stomach, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like not a pleasant. Uh, consistency. It's got a weird consistency too. It's really chewy. chewy. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. had it. I think at a in China in a Kew Gardens in China. In Kew, you in went to China? China what? <laughs> I was when I was gonna oh, say yeah. China. You were in Gardens. Wuhan a couple months yeah, ago. I was, yeah, I was in Wuhan. It was fine. Well, you were in Kew fine. Gardens, China. Uh, yeah, I went to Kew Gardens, China. Went to uh, sachets. Oh God, bad joke. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had yeah, it in Kew Gardens. <laughs> so you had it. You had it. Oh, no, no, Chinese flushing, style. Flushing, like that. In flushing, yeah, in flushing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where all the like the legit Chinese spots are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, that looks gross. I mean, maybe we yeah. should fucking make it for an episode. Yeah, maybe. We, yeah, maybe we. Maybe if we ever see maybe, each other. Yeah, you make it. You make it, Paul. Yeah, I'll and, make the tripe. Yeah, make I'll the make the tripe and tomatoes. tomatoes. See how that uh, turns out. Disgusting. Um, I love uh, that but, little scene though. David Proval is fucking great in it. Yeah. Well, his, his little, the, the look on his, his little face turn there when, yeah, when he sees the jacket and leaves. Is fucking it's like fantastic. such a gut punch. And in that moment, you like, that's what's so good about the show. Like just them making you sympathize with monsters and he's clearly yeah. a monster. But like in that moment, you're like, that's a shitty feeling. He must be feeling. Uh, yeah. He was so proud of that stupid fucking jacket. <laughs> Tony didn't have like, Tony didn't have to like, just put it in the closet. Like, yeah, it is funny though. It like looks like it's like nobody's wearing a jacket at, in front of Satrials, and Richie's like, "Why aren't you wearing the jacket?" <laughs> like, hey, you like still nice liking out. the jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, I mean, I guess he could have been more careful about giving it away, but really, did he ever think that it was going to be a thing? Like, I don't know. No. I'm sure not. Um, uh, but uh, but what, we were talking about Carmelo with the regat pie. Mm, like that that what's a regat like, pie taste like? I you ever had like, regat pie? Not, I assume not, it's like cheesecake. Like a cheesecake? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cheesecake. You ever had like New York cheesecake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a little yeah. it's like a little lighter, a little fluffier because they use regat. I saw oh, a recipe. Whatever. I got like a notification for a recipe for a regat pie, like just now. And the pineapple is fucking delicious. Yeah, this one was Look, like lemon. Sh- for this episode, we should have made the tripe and tomatoes, the regat pie, the and pie, and gotten Chinese take casserole. Or- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just everything they eat in the show. Yeah, yeah. Do a mukbang. By by the way, there are really great like late '90s, early 2000s shit in this episode. Uh, when Junior is in the backyard telling him that. Uh, Oh, we got uh, copies of the Mummy before it came out. Oh yeah, <laughs> theaters. Um, the, Carmela the had Fraser version, right? Like everybody had those like tiny little TVs in the kitchen, just uh, and like so. There's the tiny TV in the kitchen at at the Soprano household with the yep. Rosie O'Donnell show on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yep. Then Meadow is late to Sunday dinner, and she's like, "You could have paged me." <laughs> This was in 2000. Were people still fucking paging in 2000? Yeah. Um, oh, Sting, so. uh, Fields of Gold is on. Like, Carmelo's, like, got it, like, Sting on. <laughs> Yo, you think, uh, you think that was uh, a little foreshadowing for when uh, Anthony Jr. calls calls Jr. a fucking mummy? Oh, shit. Dude, yes. I think it was. Had I think it definitely was. Had yeah. to be. Fucking um, mummy. <laughs> Oh, did you, did you also see the so uh, the fucking terrible drawing of Anthony Jr. Carmelo was doing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, where? At so what good. point? I I think it's right before uh, Richie comes to oh. visit. Oh, 
Oh yeah. She's like, there's like a picture of like AJ in a frame and she's like <laughs> sketching him and he looks like a fucking troll doll. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Terrible. So terrible. Um what else? What else is in this episode? I mean, there's I mean for it's it's actually a pretty light, like Tony Light episode. Yes. Um, and we he like see, one... he like goes to Melfi has that little we only quick get that scene one with Melfi. therapy scene, but I feel like it's kind of important. Like they, they, I mean, they even talk about, he's like, yeah, everything's good. You know, like things are going good for Tony at this point. Right. Um, he thinks he has Richie in check. Doesn't know Chris is going right. to get shot. I do love and, the thing that Melfi points out about like why, like making him look at why he gave Meadow the, the Skitino's car. Right. They had, the therapy session ends up being about something that happened last episode that you thought was like just not going to get touched upon again. But like, right. I mean, that's the beauty of the show. But uh, like, yeah, he was he he asks himself. I mean, Tony's very like astute here at, at analyzing his own behavior, and he's like, yeah, I think I did it to rubber nose and shit, you know. Right. But it's also Melfi ends up pointing out that it's also him preparing for meadow to leave the nest basically yep. and he's like not those fucking ducks again but but yeah i mean great therapy scene and then like one of the most shocking moments on the show like when when chris just gets shot there yeah yeah right? yeah yeah uh, i'm with I you mean, now well especially because who told you to do that <laughs> fucking idiot. so stupid so stupid but especially because this is the shortest episode of the series. Yeah. And it's like 42 minutes long. And then at like 30 something minutes, Chris also gets shot. And then like episode ends within a couple of minutes. And it's like, you're just not expecting that at all. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. By the way, we didn't do the, uh, pew, 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 pew. Regular alert! We get a we, we don't see her, but we get we, a mention. Yeah, we get a mention of her. We get a hunter mention. What was yeah. it? She, she went, got into Reed College, to, and Tony wow. goes that little freak show. Wait, did he go? Her that little freak show. And he, is she like, a freak later, show? Later What's... on, when he and uh, Karma are talking uh, about her getting into uh, the, like the college of her choice, <laughs> right? Uh, by the way, Reed College. Uh, in in when I was in college. I had a connect that uh, would send me mushrooms from Reed College, like a guy from Reed College. Sounds Shit. about right. Little side note. Little where, side where, note. where is Reed College? It's in Portland, Oregon. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So that's yeah, that's like, where all the oh, freak shows go. Yeah, yeah, that's where <laughs> freak shows like Hunter go. So uh, Hunter's going she's, to she's Oregon. She's going to the West Coast. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's like ah, I see. That's why. That's why. Uh... Maybe she wants they, to go to the West Coast as well. Maybe they should have chosen a more like identifiable like West Coast school that she's going to. Like, University of Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Well, they make like a big deal out of her like getting into Reed College. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, huge. Really? Um, yeah, everyone knows how hard it is to get into Reed College. Um, and then at the end, Tony asks, how could this happen? And it's just, it, it comes off to me just like, yeah, such, so fucking unaware of, like, of course this is going to fucking happen. And then, you know, like, right over his shoulder when he asked that question is Furio, who sort of, like, instigated them, needing to feel like they step up, right? Right. So it's, it, like, the answer is all around, Tony. Like, of course there's going to be somebody you love is going to fucking be a victim of gun violence. He himself is in a couple seasons from now, you know? Yeah. Like, come on, it's a little, it, little more like, you know, he's very self-aware in that Melfi therapy session. And then by the end, it's like, you know, it's also clueless. like, you know, like they, where do the, where do these like lackeys come from? I guess people just, you know, like start doing stuff for you. And then you just like, they're like de facto employees, but like, you'd think they'd be smarter about like getting these people into their crew. Um, you know, like. Right. Like, like they're essentially like Chris's underlings, but uh, right. Well, I th I get the impression they first came came around because of their like 
stockbroker stock licenses, licenses and shit. Yes. Right? So yeah. And then they're like, oh the fuck, we should be in the mafia. Close <laughs> the bush. Yeah. Wabistics. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a lot of great lines in this episode, if we haven't said it already. What? A lot of great yep. lines. Well, yeah. you, did you want to give another example? Well, you got the drive a line up there. You got, uh, I went to base college. You got, give me $1,000. <laughs> yep. Up yep. in the club plan. Um, but also, um, uh, he goes, he's you my home. You want to, yeah. I live by him. Yeah. You want to talk like a Mulian? You go, he'll send you to slip and fall school. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Well, hold on. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I <laughs> yeah. never, I don't understand that. I, I think, mean, it's obviously some racist term. I, I don't understand. Like, it. There. no, I did, I did like a search for slip and fall school. And what was it? And like, nobody fucking really knows. I think, um, to me, it sounds like, like you know slip and fall you're like you're looking for a handout or something like people do that at like stores when they slip oh, and like, then they like, sue the store like a legal thing right like yeah like the hot like the hot mcdonald's coffee like right shit like right that. right so like right. they're saying that like he's saying like that that's what they're black people lazy do and that's how yeah, they make yeah, money. yeah 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 <laughs> It's very yes. roundabout, like b- yeah, bigotry. Yeah. There's a few <laughs> extra steps on on that path to get there. Um, right, that's the only thing I can think of. Uh, it being, that. I mean, I love it. I love the way it sounds. I'm gonna start uh, telling people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you're gonna start. You're school. gonna start using it, right? Right. right yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You're gonna start being yeah, racist. You should. I mean, I love it. I mean, I love being a racist. Well, no, I don't think slip and fall school. Uh, what, if you want to talk like a fucking Moulinian, yeah, that's racist. Right. Yeah. Slip and fall school part, I don't think is racist. No, good. Go you're gonna go but, to slip and slip and slide school. <laughs> slip and slide. <laughs> Dude, I'll take you to fucking slip and slide school, man. This guy's what? always wet. <laughs> Dude, always greased up, ready to slip, ready to slide, man. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love uh, when uh, Richie says uh, the winghead came to see me about Paulie. <laughs> That's pretty great. God. Yeah. Um, and him confronting Beansy too, and like all that shit. Oh, and then right. they they got the front of his house, and then like clearly, uh, they like wanted to do work on Livia's house, and they're like, "Yeah, fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're done here. Just rip the fucking house apart. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 Vito, his work ethic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good app. Um, great app, I would say. Oh, great! Great, app. App. really great app. Uh, what else you got? Well, is it, don't you think the title is a little weird? Like full leather jacket. Yeah is 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 there any other title that's like a pun like that kind of like I mean um, is, actually is I think the next episode is from where to eternity. Oh, that's true. Where it's like uh, a movie yeah, title. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but it is it is. Weird. I feel like somebody said it in the writers' room, and they're like, "That should be the title." Yeah, I I yeah. think they just didn't put much thought into it, which is fine because who gives a fuck about a title, really? But like, I mean, the most like, memorable thing from the episode is the jacket. The jacket. Yeah, but the why jacket. is it called full leather jacket? Like, what does that have? Like, there's nothing to do with the movie, or like, I just don't. Yeah, I just I don't know. I guess it sounds snappy or whatever, but. <laughs> like i'm just like that's I probably I don't, I don't have a problem with it really yeah yeah i think they also didn't like care. that like yeah someone probably just was right. like this is the name of it and dave chase was like fine who cares and back in the fine. day like i mean i guess you did when you eventually bought it on dvd but when they were making this like you know the average person didn't really know the names of the episodes i mean you didn't see like oh no you know you, you didn't like know as much about like the the writing as you do i like yeah 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 you had to look at a tv guide to see what like the title of the episode was right right yeah yeah what Um, else that uh that crown roast though oh oh yeah i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever had a crown we gotta make that too my mom my my mom made one for um christmas once it was great oh no yeah what is it though it's it's um pork right lamb oh it's pork okay but pork chops yeah. Is it like chops? And yeah. And you just arrange them in a circle like that? Um, it's in a fucking circle. It looks like a crown. 
Yeah, maybe. But then Tony's, but then Tony says he's got to uh, cut it. Uh, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Guys, no, because they're all it's all together for the crown roast conversation. I mean, it looks beautiful. I was gonna say, I, I assumed Golias's mom had made this because she like makes everything. No, never, never made crown that roast. No, no. So that's Mary, a, I, that's a Sopranos thing, not an Italian thing. I don't think it's an Italian it's, it's thing. It's the ribs. It's the ribs. Pork ribs. It comes from the rib portion of the loin. Okay. Mm. Okay. Hey, if anybody out there wants to, it's, it's a bunch of pork chops. Make us a crown roast. Yeah. Yeah, I've, Please. I've, uh, yeah, my mom made it for Christmas one year. Mm. It looks so good. It, it's, it's pretty good. Delicious. Um. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good Anything food. Else, guys? We're gonna make crown roast. We're gonna make the tripe tomatoes. We're gonna make the gut pie, <laughs> and our yep. stomachs are gonna be in knots. Yeah, I I can tell uh, the dishes that are gonna be consumed pretty quickly, and the dishes that might get thrown out. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. Hey, maybe. Hey, Goyas, cook the tripe right. Maybe it'll be. Maybe it'll be tasty. What the fuck does that even look like? <laughs> Try cook cook the tripe right. I, I, I don't <laughs> cook know. Cook right. It looks like raw fucking stomach to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I see it. Yeah. Um, uh, hey guys. Cool. There's no shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner Bet Online. <laughs> NASCAR is back. Bet Online has hundreds oh. of other games, events, and sports to get in on. You can still bet on simulated. NFL, NBA, and UFC events 24-7. Oh, yes, you love simulated UFC. I know you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. I think it's better than the real UFC, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, you like it when a computer decides the uh, the uh, yeah. outcome. Nothing more exciting. Scientific. Uh, or you can participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament you can enter for free. Give me $10,000. <laughs> And coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex Chicago Bulls Ron Harper. Just kidding. This was from last yeah, week. Yeah, I think that's this Sunday. Ah, okay. That's coming up this Sunday. Has ex Chicago Bulls Ron Harper, Horace Grant, you read Bill that Cartwright, last week. Craig Hodges. Okay. Uh, unless they're coming back, you know. Man. <laughs> I mean, look, I I know something's going on over at Bet Online. You gotta get into it. At Bet Online, where else are you gonna bet right now? A lot of other places, but. Not as they're not as cool as bet online. No, no, definitely not, and and not as pandemic friendly. Uh, yeah, I'm reading this week's, and uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Just it's happening this Sunday. Oh, this Sunday. Yeah, it's all those guys. Yeah, make sure to use to that promo code Blue Wire if you want to bet on some simulated shit. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> sounds great. Sure. Uh, cool. Bet online, your online wagering solution. Uh, I hate to say it, but uh, we did not get a Blue Chew read for this week. So, uh, Ooh. Oh, fuck. I don't I think really we're reading Blue Chew this week. Damn, did so they not like my read last week? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happened. I fucking put everything... Whatever. I'm, d- I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with Blue Chew. <laughs> Sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> so. so oh, wait, this... Time? No, no, no. I just got an email from Blue Wire. They said... If you guys consume some blue chew right now, you can do the ad read still. <laughs> oh fuck! They'll let us do the ad read. You guys have the uh, samples they sent, right? Yeah, it's right chew here. some mystery pills. Great, <laughs> wonderful. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh yeah! <laughs> oh shit! That's the, that's the sound hitting, of spells getting a boner. Hitting spells quite fast. It's a surprise yeah, boner. Yeah, right it really, hit, it really hits you fast. So, hey, go to bluechew.com. Use the co- <laughs> promo code. Blue, blue wire and uh yep. get hard <laughs> um what are we doing next fucking, fucking internet. internet okay yeah that's right yeah yeah fucking, hey, internet. fucking, fucking internet. internet uh old faithful what do you got professor Polly? What, what are people talking about uh a little more discussion about about this episode than other episodes in the past um, i imagine from reddit uh user hunter greeny Oh, asks something Freak that show. we didn't really cover in our episode discussion. What was Richie's thinking behind giving Tony the jacket in full leather jacket? That's the question. 
Like, do you think it was a genuinely nice move? Was it a strategic thing? Like, yeah, he's trying to get into his good graces. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, like, I I feel like, you know, he and Janice are getting serious. Hmm. And I think he feels like, well, there's a good chance that I might be marrying into the family. Right. And he, but but it does seem like he genuinely like wants Tony to enjoy the jacket. Yeah, oh right. yeah. He won't shut the fuck up about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. you know, right. he he didn't bring a regret pie. I mean, right. It's something that like means a lot to him. I mean, I've seen theories about like he's he's giving Tony the jacket of the man who he apparently bested in a fight, and that's right. sort of symbolic of how he wants to take on Tony and and thinks he can beat him. Uh, but I I don't know if I buy that as his like whether conscious or not state of mind in that moment. I think he's just genuinely excited to tell the story of how he fucking defeated Rocco de Mayo. Yeah. Right, and, and sort of like hand it over to Tony. Sure. Um, I mean, a part of it too could be that like, I mean, I assume he knows that junior was going to be there too. And it's a little bit of him swinging his dick around in front of junior too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, never mind. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, Aru- so, by the, uh, wait, arugula rob. Is this arugula rob? Is that something your mom makes? Uh, broccoli rob. No broccoli I, I rob. Have... I know, but he says the arugula rob. Don't make sure he doesn't uh, yeah, don't, uh, like, put soak so it much in oil. oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I would imagine it's the same thing as it's probably prepared the same way broccoli rob is. So, so it's just it's like kind of like oil, like a, like like a, like a dandelion green, sort of like, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, this next one's from user. Cataractum, full leather jacket. How is Carmela able to implicitly threaten Joan to write the letter of recommendation for Meadow? Sure, she's the wife of a boss, but I can't see that they would hurt Jeannie or Joan for not writing a letter of recommendation, let alone what could happen to Jeannie without it backfiring or having serious consequences. Consequences include people learning about the threat uh, and Georgetown point blank refusing to have that sort of influence in their prestigious institution. Growing attention to mafia children in universities. Uh, FBI gets a promising lead. Carmela is a wife of an alleged boss of North Jersey, and a criminal known to operate in North Jersey beats her up or harasses her somehow. Carmela lacks the cunning to not create leads to her and Tony. What do you guys think? Well, I mean... Uh, tired, baby. Bringing that energy. Yeah, man. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, spells is on the beach right now. If you're watching this, <laughs> sorry, on YouTube, man. I mean, this, this... All that that blue chew fucking wore you out. <laughs> blue chew and all this sun that I've been getting it really drained me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, something probably would. They probably wouldn't have done anything to her, but it's just that intimidation factor that they always rely, like. Yeah, that people are just. On are just scared of people who are in the mob, you know? And, um, but so do you think if she once again, at that point refused to write the letter, you think that would have been her calling Carmela's bluff and it would have ended there? Or do you think Carmela would have done something further? And what would that be? Would have probably underhandedly like mentioned it to Tony and then it would be up to him if he really wanted to do anything. Uh, and I'm sure like, you know, this is what they do all the time. Like, I mean, you may like i don't think she would have been hurt but like you know like right someone would have broken into her house or like and like just intimidated kind of like what they did with like the soccer coach yeah the dog Steeler dog or something yeah Yeah, just some sort of weird form of intimidation like it would have it would have escalated but this is my question did she write the letter because meadow ends up getting waitlisted there she could have she could have written the letter and it just wasn't true. But she could have she give her, her a copy? and then she says that she could get a copy. Oh right. So but she never yeah, gives her the copy. Well, that I we guess that we no know proof. of. Yeah, that we know of. We never see the scene. I mean, she could have written the letter and then called somebody and been like, "Look, this is the fucking insane situation I'm in." <laughs> Look, just wait, Lister. Right. Just wait, Lister, or I'm dead. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think Carmela would have. I don't think Carmela is capable. I mean, it's scary how comfortable she seems in that scene where she is like really leaning on her with this like implicit threat. But I don't think she would ever go any further than that. 
I mean, it's insane that Carmelo goes to the, those lengths right. <laughs> to do that. Like, that's batshit crazy that she does <laughs> yeah. that. Okay, this one from user, the Fock Wolf. Oh, oh shit. Mm. Oh, Ooh. yeah, that dude, that was my, that was going to be my name, but it was taken. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, rewatching Full Leather Jacket, noticing how long it took for Bobby and Jr. to put one piece of vegetable <laughs> in the trunk of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The background of Rich and Tony's conversation had me dying. Anyone else notice this? Yeah. It's like a very poorly directed like part of the scene. It's like they were just told to stand there basically and like kill time. Yeah. No, I, like, and, like I Junior has a line in between the rewatch. There. Like, like, te- yeah. like terrible accident that kid had. First of all, that kid. How old is? What is it? Beans like sixty years old. That kid. Yeah, Junior's like one hundred and ten. So. <laughs> right. Right. But but yeah, if you if you watch them in that scene, it's there. He's he's literally just like pointing around at the back of the trunk for Bobby yeah. to move the same fucking vegetable that they put in the trunk just to different places. It's the it's smallest so bundle of greens. But you yeah. were, I mean, we're lucky that fucking David Proval and Gianofini are so magnetic. Like you're not looking at the, at the what's going on behind them, but, right. but it's one of those funny moments. If you pay attention to it, it's, a, it's a yeah, little very, ridiculous. Very weird. Yeah. I never even noticed. I never even noticed it, but now I do. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go back to Alzheimer's. He also has like weird lines that sound. I think they might have been eighty yard. Yeah, uh, that yeah. one was for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why they needed to sneak that in, I don't know. Because he's um, just standing there. Well, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it looks weird. Uh, no, he definitely like said something in that moment, but then they they probably changed the line or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. This one from user Young Junior Soprano. Oh, uh, oh, on my. rewatch, I don't know, number 25. Wow, is Christopher unlikable to me in this time around? It was never lost on me that Chris was a chronic domestic abuser and an overall raging sociopath, but holy hell, halfway through season two, just saw full leather jacket. And honestly, I find Richie April more sympathetic this time around. Chris is abusive physically and emotionally towards Adriana, unappreciative of the leg up he receives as Tony's nephew and generally detestable in almost every way. I get that he grew up fatherless with a history of substance abuse in his family. With that being acknowledged, Chris might be the biggest scumbag on the show. Your thoughts. Uh, I mean, Chris is a fucking huge scumbag. We know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. I don't find him. I don't he's, find him. He's not worse than like Ralphie. Like, n- no, no. Yeah, Ralphie. Although, I mean, yes, Ralphie, Ralphie, you know, coked up in the heat of the moment, fucking killed uh, his stripper girlfriend who was also pregnant with his child. But, I mean, Chris had the fucking love of his life killed, essentially. Yeah, and he's beaten her a couple True. times. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I think yeah, nobody, he's just Nobody scum- here is saying that he's, like, great. I yeah. think he's a scumbag. Like, they all are scumbags. Yeah, right. But is right. he the biggest scumbag no, on the show? No. I don't. I don't think that's so. Ralphie. But also, I, I I can imagine like this person watching this episode and in the moment after watching this episode, thinking that like Richie is some somehow more like, you know, right. Right. relatable. Right. I, oh, sure. I mean, yeah. Any any on upon any rewatch, that's the beauty of the show. Like, you're gonna find a reason to like any of these characters. Uh, but you also have to keep in mind that they're fucking monsters. So, right. Right. Um, sort of in a similar vein, uh, user B Faust 916 titles his post. These oh, two beep, like to beep, suck beep, each beep, other's beep, cocks. Beep. <laughs> uh, basically this, this, it's a little long winded, but basically he's saying uh, he's, he's found some sympathy for not Sean Gismonti, but but Matt Drinkwater, Matt Benalacqua, saying that you know there's this moment when they're sitting in the in the um, in the Bing, and you see uh, Matt Drinkwater like looking around at all the old scumbags, and he's like, "This is like what we're gonna be if we don't do something." Sure, and he actually looks sad there, uh, as opposed to Sean. I'm reading now, who looks as if he's still smarting over pissing Tony off in the restroom. Matt, on the other hand, knows. He can't turn back now, and he has an empty, pale look that shows it. It makes me think of a line from the movie uh, Lilo Broncado was famous for before The Sopranos, Wasted Talent. 
what do you guys think? Any any sympathy for Devilacqua? I mean, knowing what happens to him, uh, definitely. Uh, that's like pretty brutal to watch. But uh, I mean, he made his bed. Yeah, he made his bed. I mean, for sure. Yeah, reap what you sow. <laughs> He's stupid. Yeah. He's stupid. <laughs> He's stupid. Yeah, you tried to kill one of the main characters on a TV show. Yeah, you, you tried moron. to kill uh, an actor. Um, yeah. In front know, of the diner, too. Come on. Pace God. People trying to eat. People are trying to eat their fucking blue plate specials and shit. And I mean, if the, you're if you, their yellow platter and their you know yeah. Come on. yeah. If you're if you're like bragging that you went to Pace College, you know you really, <laughs> really not that bright. <laughs> sorry for all the Pace College graduates that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what campus? What campus? Manhattan. <laughs> Do they have multiple campuses? Oh, we just lost the whole yeah, there's like, like, yeah. Pace alumni well, contingent of our yeah. of our listenership, man. Isn't huh. there one there's, in Westchester? Possibly. I thought you it was see, in like, Manhattan. Off the Merritt or I thought it was in Manhattan. Yeah, meanwhile there's there's a fucking killer on the loose from my alma mater. So Yeah, oh that's right. That's right. No, no, no. no. The main campus is in Manhattan, but I'm saying I think oh. there are multiple campuses. I don't care. All right. I don't care. Anyway, great great combo. Um, great combo about Pace. <laughs> Yeah, people are definitely like <laughs> New York City. <laughs> okay, so this one. Uh, okay, so moving on to Twitter. By the way, I searched for uh, the words, the exact phrase, full leather jacket on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And gotta tell you, saw a lot of selfies of dudes in full leather jackets, man. <laughs> like lot. dusters? Dudes in like, dusters? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I didn't, oh, which I didn't like. I gotta, but, I gotta do that right now. <laughs> yeah yeah we should have had that uh, no, no, as all of our backgrounds i definitely okay, posted uh, on the zoom a, a self a mirror selfie of me in a full leather jacket um, <laughs> no but uh this one from actually uh a, a big twitter account in the sopranos community this at the sopranos club oh uh, yeah shut up. Shut and up. they said uh tony soprano's biggest mistake was and after the poll it came out that everybody voted for not killing New York boss Phil Leotardo sooner. Why do you think that is uh, the winner out of 32 nominations that he did? Uh, um, I guess because like Sills probably on life support and <laughs> fucking Bobby gets killed and I mean, right. it all kind of comes crashing down, even though, uh, you know, wh- whether do you think he, he survives um, the final scene or not? Like, right. uh, I mean, he like major, major like uh, losses to an already small crew. Yep. Right. And it started like fucking as soon as Phil came out of jail, there was there was shit. Well, and it was all like because he continued to protect Blundetto. I mean, right. Even though Blundetto fucked up, you know. Well, um, that that was actually that actually finished second, was him being too lenient with with Tony B. Mm. So it's interesting that it comes down to those. I mean, could you think of any other things that would be bigger than than those two mistakes on Tony's part as a boss? I mean, not really. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> those are probably the two biggies. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like Christopher was a pain in the ass, right? Yeah, right. Um, but it never so really. It, came it boils back down to, to like, not like not getting rid of people fast enough. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Which I All suppose right. is, uh, you know, the most important job of a boss. So yeah, yeah, got to know when to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah you got to know when to fold them. Yeah, you got to know when to kill them. Uh, this one from <laughs> at Otis Y. W H I three six one zero nine seven zero four. Are these just all like Russian bots? Like who? What, <laughs> this who is, is pa- I don't know. This this I actually stole from like they were ha- he was having a conversation with somebody at named Chef Gogolin. Uh, okay, but it's not making it any this. less weird. <laughs> None of these users are uh, just like first name last name. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that's his at, but his handle is Samuel L Bronco. Bronco Watts. Bronco. That's anyway. that's a that's a reference to Kentucky Fake. Fried Fake. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so possibly fake. Uh, the okay. Sopranos is the George McConnell of HBO TV series. 
I don't know who George McConnell is. Huh? No, it's, it was good. It just isn't believable. Nobody gets shot down in the street in Jersey and doesn't get caught. I would beg to differ. Samuel uh, L. Bronco Watts. No, but he's <laughs> saying everybody gets caught. He's saying, yeah. It's, I, so within the context of that conversation, they were arguing like The Wire, The Sopranos, and he's basically saying The Sopranos isn't like as realistic as The Wire because if right. you shoot down somebody in New Jersey, you're going to get caught in, in, in the middle of the street, which they do to Chris in this episode. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, they probably had to deal with the police. Um, I mean, there's a few like pretty egregious like killings that never come back to bite anybody in the ass, you know? True. Yeah, but that's happened before with, with mob stuff. I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for people real. disappear all the time <laughs> because like, uh, I mean, first of all, for the most part, they're pretty good about covering their tracks. And like, who's going to talk? I mean, right. look at like, look at when that, um, that guy is like on, uh, the jury and he's going to uh, and then like he gets like shaken down you know like yeah. I mean they, yeah. yeah they they, they <clears throat> have they're very effective at uh, silencing voices yeah oh yeah no doubt I told you it's the intimidation factor yeah you know yeah. when I was in the they're mob that's what we that. did yeah. <laughs> oh you got out right I got out yeah I had to get <laughs> yeah. sexed yeah. out though yeah oh. they're like uh <laughs> Yo, you never thrown a brick at somebody. You got, <laughs> dude. You got to throw a brick. You got to throw a brick. Then we're all gonna fuck you. And then, <laughs> and then you're good. Then we're all gonna take this blue chew. <laughs> yeah. We're all gonna fuck you. Give us all blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, man. You're lucky. Spells again. Oh here. fuck! It's that zip <laughs> spells. Yeah, if there's anybody that's Italian, Just, it's me. Just the yeah. soda stream. <laughs> it, just the hit of that bong. Uh, this one from James Weinstock. Best family episodes? Every time I rewatch the show, I can't help but think about how real the dynamics are in the Soprano house, down to the smallest nuance. I think White Caps is a really good example of this, but I'm wondering, what are your favorite family-oriented episodes? I, I relate to this so much because... <laughs> oh, yeah. Because... Duh. There, there's like glimpses of just like suburban northeast life that are just so familiar and it's not just like the set dressing and it's not just like the wardrobe and and the food sure. it's, it's like mannerisms it's like colloquialisms it's it's just right. it's the dynamic between the family like people in the family and friends of the family um, yeah i would yeah, also so. argue like like a lot of the family um like stuff like the funerals are so real yeah like that feels oh, yeah. very like northeast like like yeah. er, er, everybody's like uh you know old relatives were like had their services at like places like that like casarelli's casarelli's yeah <laughs> yeah that's no, true so all my all my new york relatives like they, they were all places that looked exactly yep. like that and anytime there's like a wake or a funeral there's like a, a meal afterwards. Yep. Yep. Um, at some restaurant. Or but yeah, the, style. The, the Chinese food at the Sopranos house is always uh, that. That definitely hit, hits home. Well, I would say, uh, for, as far as episodes go, best family episodes. I think I think Sopranos home movies feels right. Like I remember being like a little kid and my parents and 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 friends and their friends. Like we'd all go away together and like the kids would be upstairs and then you just hear them drunk laughing downstairs like <laughs> right right whatever yeah nonsense yeah right so very familiar about that but also i mean marco polo has got to be the quintessential yeah like family episode like yeah. that that just feels like summer outdoor barbecue yep. Yep. yeah yeah pool yeah that was my parents throwing house. mom in the pool yeah um that was my parents house, maybe, uh back in jersey they had a big yeah pool. we threw we threw my mom in the sprinkler you know yeah classic you guys classic, so classic. <laughs> um all right and then we'll end it with this it's not a question but this blew my mind jamie lynn sigler uh, this is from at geitelman g-h-i-t-e-l-a-l-m-a-n <laughs> jamie yeah. lynn sigler is now older than edie falco was when she filmed the sopranos pilot wow fuck 
<laughs> cool. I mean, fuck, makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how time works, but uh, that's still uh, just but, fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Because you watch and it really does still feel like it's concurrent with the times we're in now. There's not a lot. Like I noticed like Joan Cusimano's fucking Apple laptop that she had looked like a fucking Stone Age version. But other than that, like, you know, there's not a lot of things where that are indicators that that we're, we're 20 years out from when this was shot, you know? And then Jamie Lynn being Edie's fucking age. I think part of that is that, uh, at least for me, that time period like still feels like yesterday. I yeah. feel like people way younger than us would probably watch that and be like, "Oh man, this is old." Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're biased. Like we're old fucks. I, like I can't believe it's like, I can't believe how long ago like 2009 was. Like you know, like, <laughs> and that seems like a long time after. Like, yeah. you know, our, our fun yeah. years, you know? Our, yeah. Our now I'm just years. sad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great. Great. Way to bring it down. <laughs> yeah. My Yo, bad. Just yeah. Be real. I, I don't want to interfere with your tropical vacation spot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Darn, yeah you know, I'm old. I'm hungover and I'm like yawning <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> Plus you got that breeze flying by. So, <laughs> Plus you know. the sun and the breeze and. I'm about you know, to it's take still a fucking daylight where you are, man. Dude, it's the light out. You got it. You're in Hawaii. I'm you know? about to take a dip. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's it. So if well, anybody, but if if anybody wants to uh, uh, have us discuss anything, uh, Fudy, you want to read our socials? Yeah, if you want to hit us up, let us know uh, stuff that you have an issue with, stuff that you like in, uh, you know, advice. We probably won't take it, but you know you can give it. Uh, make yourself like feel good, you know. Yeah. Uh, you can hit us up at osopranospod at gmail.com or find us on the socials: Instagram, Twitter at osopranospod. Yeah, great app. Ooh, great app. Great app. Yeah. You had a great app. <laughs> oh. oh. oh.